0: So, today our focus is on joy. Now, how many of you woke up this morning and you said to yourself, I've got such great joy? Right? Has anybody named their child joy in the room? Anybody? I just want to make sure I don't offend anybody. Okay, so that allows me now to say this. We don't often use the word joy. We say we're happy. You know, if you come from the background I come from, you'd say, I'm stoked, right? But, you know, or you say, that was awesome, but we don't, like, I actually encourage you to try it this week when you're in a crowd. I've got so much joy, and see what happens. We don't normally talk about it. Now, here's what we do say, or actually it's probably said to us, if you went through a Starbucks today, and I'll admit I did. I went this morning, I didn't really go for myself, I went for my, my wife and child, and took care of them, and then they just gave me something for myself. It was great. It was wonderful. But as they handed it to me, what do you think they said? Oh, come on. Let's not go political. Think with me here. Enjoy. Nicely done. Enjoy. Now that's one that we do here, right? Enjoy. Enjoy. You may even say it. On Christmas morning, as you hand a present to somebody, enjoy, what does that mean? I don't know, and it's like a Greek root, right? I don't know Greek that well, and maybe it's Latin, and, or maybe it means to be in joy, you know, but enjoy, we talk about that all the time. This morning, I want to encourage you, whether you're five years old in the room, or whether you're 55, or 105, I'm going to read you a story. How many of you love stories? How many of you sit before you open the presents and read the Christmas story on, on Christmas Day? Good, I encourage you to do that. So today we've got a tree. We had a whole bunch of trees. We've got a, a, a snow station here. We've got lights. We've got pallets. We've got extra trees. We've got all that. We're missing something. We are missing the Christmas story. So if it's okay, I'm going to retreat over to the living room and open the Bible and read it for us. Can I do that? Okay. Here I I go. I'm going to open the door. Shut the door. I'm going to come over here and sit down. And kids, you are doing great. If by chance, parents, you get worn out, we do have a fireside room that the service is being broadcast on and, uh, but this should only be about an hour and a half for me to read through this. <laughs> this really want you to catch a sense of what it's like on Christmas morning in our house. No, it takes about 10 minutes. That won't be the case here. Okay. Well, where do you think I'm reading from? Oh, come on. Somebody at least say the Bible. That's pretty good. You guys are doing well. We're doing well. See, I want that living room response. Let's break down these barriers. This morning I'm reading from Luke 2. And so let's pull up the first slide and you can follow along with me where I'm going to read. By the way, anybody notice my nice warm fire right here? Some of you guys can't see it. There's, There's a warm fire right here. It's making me enjoy my time. So let's go ahead and go to the first slide there, Dave. And this is part of the story that reflects joy. There's some shepherds, I heard, out in fields at night, kids. And they're just hanging out. It's dark. There's some stars, adults. And what happens next? Well, let's look. So it says at the same region there were shepherds out in the field keeping watch over their flock by night. And the angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them. And they were filled with fear. And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. So the angel said that this was great joy. How many of us have experienced that joy that Christ brings? How many of us know that joy? Because right now you've got angels saying this is a a moment of great joy. And yet, did they know what was going to happen? Well, in John 1, we get this beautiful picture that I want to help share with you. And you have that up on the screen. And in John 1, it's... (coughs) Excuse me. It says this, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. In Him was life, and that life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. This morning, I want us to understand that darkness is vanquished... Because of light. That darkness cannot exist in the presence of light. And as we talked and we saw all these Christmas trees, one tree was taken. Malachi. One tree was taken, wasn't it? And what happened to that one tree, Malachi? It was a little different than the other trees. He was singled out. He was brought out of all the trees... And light was put on him. And he looked vastly different, didn't he? That's the enjoy part. How many of you love getting your Christmas tree and decorating it? You enjoy that. How many of you go and get a tree and leave it like this? Right? You just don't get around to it. There was was a, a few years back where it just stayed a tree. We didn't get the lights up for, I think, a week and a half. And it just was a tree sitting there. And I thought, well, it's kind of nice having that forest effect in my living room. That's, that's fun. But there was something missing. And I, I guarantee you, I'm not going to go grab a tree and just stick it in my house in the middle of, of the floor just to have a tree. It's missing something. The light. The light makes it special, doesn't it? When you look at this tree, and let's go ahead and bring the lights down on the stage. All the way. I don't have a light man. He left. Brian, if you can bring the mains down on the stage, that would be great. All the way. There we go. Now, what stands out to you? Maybe these candles stand out to you. I'm going to ask a very simple question. As good of a job as our tree lot workers did, does this tree stand out to you? This is like The Price is Right right now. Does this tree stand out to you? There's always one in the crowd. Okay. And this tree is the same. But see, this tree is very different. Your eyes are drawn to it. Because of light. Now here's the fascinating thing. When it comes to light and Jesus being the light of men. And that's what we see. The light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. And so this morning, let's just take this bobblehead of no particular person. I got my own bobblehead. It's like the greatest Christmas present ever. And I love it. And look, there's no shadows on it. So you can fully enjoy it. As a matter of fact, I can put it right here and not blow out the candle. And you see how there's nothing barring your enjoyment of the bobblehead. You see that? Now here's what happens. We take things that we think are important, and we put them between us and Jesus, the light of the world. And when we do that, we're diminished. There's something missing. We can't enjoy fully, can we? The light of the world. Now, there's some light there. And I think we live on the threads or just the very simple parts of that light. But if we remove these obstacles between us and Jesus... then we fully experience Him. O come, O come, Emmanuel. You see, light vanquishes the darkness. And my encouragement to you this morning is as you focus on the idea and the point of joy because of Christ coming to earth, please, let that light of Christ fully hit you in the face. Yesterday, I was working on getting all this and Gary Linderman was helping me and we finished getting the projector up and wrestling with a 400 foot high ladder and by the end of the day I had to go get a restock on our snow in a can, which I thought was at Home Depot. And as I got to Home Depot, great joy hit my heart because I realized I hadn't eaten all day. And outside of Home Depot is a glorious hot dog stand. And so I got myself a Polish and a hot link. Yeah, that's right, I doubled down. And I got myself just a refreshing drink. And I sat down at this picnic. Now, it was cold yesterday, right? It was cold and cloudy. But right outside the hot dog stand was this picnic table. And when you go to... When you go to Home Depot from now on, you're always going to remember me when you see this picnic table. The sun was coming through and lighting that table and it just looked like this warm, beautiful place. And so I sat down with my two hot dog meal and let the glorious warmth of the sun unimpeded hit my face. Can I tell you it was more about the warmth of the light than it was that hot dog? Don't put barriers between you and the light of the world well the next point is this let's go to what else john says about this and this is fascinating look at the screen and this point is it's all true it's all true we're going to read verses six through eight and it says this there was a man sent from god whose name was john he came as a witness to bear witness about the light that all might believe through him He was not the light, but He came to bear witness about the light. Now boys and girls, those that are young in heart, have you ever had somebody tell you a story, but you weren't there? You didn't see it. And have you ever walked away from it saying, I don't know if that's true. Have you ever been there? My kids have, because most of the stories I told them were not true whatsoever. And they would always say to me, Dad, come on, that didn't happen. Brothers and sisters, we've gathered this morning to talk about the joy that Christ brings. But here's the challenge for you and I today. Do we really believe that it happened? And what would it take if you're sitting here today and you're saying, I don't know about this. I know historically they've made a lot of good movies about him. Yeah, it's pretty good. And uh, I'm here mostly for the trees, you know, that kind of a thing but I don't know about this Jesus guy, but if I were to see him, or if I were to meet somebody that walked with him face to face and and was there. Now you may be wondering, why did we have a Star Wars announcement? Let me just share with you. Most everything done in church is for women. You're like, what are you talking about? The women's joy went up, the men's joy went down. Folks, we decorate our sanctuary with flowers. I've not once had a man walk up to me and say, that's awesome. We sing for a half hour. Not that I don't like... I love singing, but you ask a man at any given point if he wants to sing for a half hour, not going to happen. Are you following where I'm going? So I read an article on this and I'm like, you're right, a lot of what we do caters to what a woman would want to do. We're going to do a man service here coming up this coming year. I'm announcing it ahead of time, so be prepared. I'm going to take input from men what they want. Now, number one, any service we do is going to be the glory of God, okay? We don't just do things to do things. But folks, there is some things, like today, we're doing things for kids, right? So we're going to have a man service. Like, we're going to serve tri-tip in the middle of the service. All of a sudden, i got a lot of men wanting to come to church. So... The idea was this. I read this article, I'm like, yeah, you're right. And so I was thinking, what could I do to kind of connect it for men? Star Wars opens this weekend. So I'll kind of throw that in there for the men, for the you know, for the fans. And here's what's interesting. Not now okay, I'm getting some signals that the women love Star Wars too. I get it. I'm not not sexist with the Star Wars thing. Okay, you know the new person? Spoiler alert. Ray, she's a girl, okay? She's pretty popular. Okay. But there's a great statement that happens in this movie and it was in our clip. And it was that hero, Han Solo. And he says what? He says it's all true. To two people that only heard of the mythology of the Force and the dark side and Darth Vader and and Luke Skywalker and all of that mystery... To them, it was a mystery. It was almost not believable. And Han says, it's all true. Because of that eyewitness account, their hearts changed. Brothers, sisters, why did John write this? In the middle of talking about the light of the world. Because John's trying to say to people years after the birth, death, and resurrection of Christ, he's trying to say, I was there. I saw him. It happened. He's saying what? It's all true. It's all true. Let's go to the next part of this story. It says, The true light which gives light to everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made through Him. Yet the world did not know Him. He came to His own, and His own people did not receive Him. But to all who did receive Him, who believed in His name, He gave the right to become the children of God, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. And what we want to understand in this part of the story is, do you believe in His name? If the light of the world has come to change our life and, and to fully experience the blessedness of who God is, where normally we couldn't, But because Jesus came down to earth, we can now experience God. Then the idea is, well, I don't know if that's really true, but yet John has said, I was there. It's true. Then what's next in the story? You. You're next in the story. And John knows that. So when he writes this, he simply is saying, the next part is about a gift. It's about a gift. And what will you do with that gift? And he says this, but to all who did receive Him, who believed in His name, He gave the right to become children of God. To receive all those benefits. To receive heaven. To receive the Holy Spirit. To be free from sin. That they would not perish. That they would have eternal life. This, this is the gift. And it's not a gift, my friends, that we put under a tree. It's not a gift that slowly deteriorates and ends its way into a landfill. It's a gift that is eternal. It doesn't tarnish, as long as we don't block the light. The question for you and I today is, do we believe in His name? Because that is why Christ came. Do you want joy? Do you want that eternal happiness? Don't let anything block the light of the world between you and Him. And in order to do that, the first step is believe in His name. To believe in His name is to simply have faith that Jesus is who He says He is. That God sent Him. That He is God's Son. And that He died on the cross to cover your sins. And then He rose on the third day. And He's doing His work all around us. Do you believe in Him? Last point today in the story is is the following. The joy of Christmas, the eternal gift. And it says this, And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we have seen His glory. Glory as of the Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. John bore witness about Him and cried out, This was He of whom I said, He who comes after Me ranks before Me, because He was before Me. And here you go. You ready? This is the Christmas cliffhanger right here. For from His fullness we all have received grace upon grace. What is that word grace? What if on Christmas morning, you opened a package and there was a word there and it just said grace? What does that mean to you? Brothers and sisters, grace is an ongoing gift of the outworking of God in your life to give you good things. To give you wonderful and good things. And it starts with the gift of salvation. The question is, do you want the grace upon grace upon grace? It's as if you received a Matryoshka spiritual gift. Right? Has anybody ever received one of those Matryoshka dolls? And you open it up and there's another doll inside. And then you open it up, there's another doll. And, and then some of us get really irritated at that. Like, can I get, just get to the small doll, please? But this goes the other way, I suspect. When when John is saying the fullness, right? The fullness we have all received is that you're not left wanting. When you receive the joy of Christ, you are not left wanting. And that's the beauty of this story. This morning, my question to you is this Is it just a story for you? Is it just a story? For me, it's not. For me, it's life changing, and it's grace upon grace. And I stand before you, not as handsome or rich as Han Solo, but I stand as one who says to you, it's all true. It's all true. This morning, God offers you grace after grace after grace. And because of that, my friends, that brings us great joy. Let's close in prayer this morning as we finish today. And I just want to encourage you you know, we put together candles and flowers, and there's all that girl stuff, right? But then we've got like metal poles. We've got rope up here. We've got pallets. There's the guy stuff. We worked real hard at getting all that together. The question for you and I is this Do you want to just be a tree? Or do you want the light of the world to change you into something magnificent? Grace upon grace upon grace. This morning, if you're here today and you have yet to believe in His name, to believe that Jesus did this for you, that that's why He came, I encourage you, like the writer of Hebrews, if you hear His voice, do not harden your heart. But trust Him in faith and seek after Christ. If you have any questions, please come, come talk with me after service. Or email me. For those that already know, one last thing. Number one, get your own bobblehead. These are great. But number two, if you already know Christ, the light of the world, and you struggle with that closeness And you feel a little removed from Christ. Look, I guarantee you, it's because you have put something in between you and Him. You may still get some ambient light, but I just encourage you, examine and see, what have I placed between me and Christ? And ask Him to remove it. So you feel the warmth of this light fully upon your face. Amen? Let me close in prayer today. Again, if you're visiting and you filled out one of those cards, in the back, as you're exiting, there's two boxes. The one on the right, feel free to drop that card inside there. Let us know how we can serve you, how we can minister to you. And just before you saw the really bad, ugly guy with the mask in that video, you were told there's lots of food and drink over in the fireside room, and there's a fire too. So we encourage you. After the service, walk on over, grab some food, relax, enjoy yourselves. If you have kids and you're part of the second, second, uh, second service, please don't stay over there too long. Um, we'll, we'll need you back here for the second service. And uh, then also if you've brought your offerings today, those go in the left box before you leave. Let me go ahead and pray and dismiss you. Merry Christmas! Isn't it a great Christmas story? And I pray that the joy of Christ has come to you. Kids, great job. Great job sitting still today. And I hope you enjoyed this story. Because, like Han Solo says, it's all true. It's all true. Let me pray. Father, thank you today for bringing the message of hope, of peace, of love, and of joy. We thank you for the light of the world And what light does to us. That light vanquishes darkness. And that Lord, we can know that all of this is true, not just because Jesus said it was true, and not just because (coughs) we see the results of it. But Father, we listen to an eyewitness that was there. And, And years after all of those events happened, John writes to people, Who started to doubt and wonder. And he says, it's real. I was there. Father, let us believe. Lift that veil from our eyes. Let your Holy Spirit lead us to understanding. Father, I pray that as we do all of that, that we experience your joy that we truly hold on to your joy for those that are facing difficult times right now, that they are still able to experience your joy and that they practice in giving grace upon grace this Christmas so that they receive grace upon grace. Lord, I pray for a blessing upon the gifts that have been brought today. Use them for your glory Use them for your work. Use them to change lives. To so you be the glory, Father, forever and ever. Amen.